Greetings. This is Larry D. Giles. It's uh, February 5th, 2022, about 4.44 p.m. A beautiful sunny day. I'm um, playing around, I guess, with uh, my um, podcast agency and uh, trying to use it in new ways. I feel like this is important uh, as a writer to experiment. It often inspires me. So I decided uh, instead of sharing an entire vignette with you, I would just share part of one. And let's see, I have to jump out to another screen, so hopefully I don't lose you. Also, um, as a kind of developing cultural artist and writer, I feel like the more stories and colors the writer puts on his palette, the better off he is, the more he has to choose from. In the end, the best ideas won't leave you alone. They insist that you... um, bring them into a kind of new existence. Of course, in my case, I'm remembering something that has occurred, but I'm also giving it something new. Additionally, in all or most of my vignettes, I like a lot of ideas to swirl around at once, not just one idea. But um, that said, I do want one or two ideas to come across more uh, clearly come to the surface more clearly than others. I take the details I remember and enhance them to make them more readable. I mean, you just can't report. It has to be a little bit more than that. And then you have to kind of, in my case, I decide what is the underbelly of this story? What is the lasting gift my ancestors are are still giving me and which I wish to breathe through time in the piece I'm writing. That said, this is a kind of a snippet or beginning of a piece I hope to finish, maybe in a couple of weeks if I'm not too busy on another project. The piece desires to get at the importance right now of remembering the past which is the essence of the overall book I'm writing, The Boy Beside the Woods. Okay, let me see if I can go back to it. It's called Thrift Shop from The Boy Beside the Woods. Though she was good at charming everyone else, The old-time store was one of the places that charmed my mother. Giggling, she would go in, and giggling, she would come out. By By that time, she would have flirted with every shoe and mason jar to be found. The old curling iron in the old white man's window, 
the lamp beside a ball of yarn. It could have been some kind of string, actually. My grandmother had some. Under the bed, in a can, in a box. A people person. My mother may have flirted with the old white man himself, and my father wasn't there to give her that dead fish eye look. <laughs> this thing ain't worth no ten dollars, she told him. He liked the idea, so he fidgeted, and his laces came undone. He turned in a big circle where the air was soft and blue. Tell you what, Miss Polly, I know your granddaddy, so let's say five. Two dollars it is, she said, and my mother and I were out the door with a whole bag full of stuff. These white folks, she said, as if still admitting defeat. She liked him, I could tell, and more than that, she liked everybody. I think she even liked the old Confederate soldier out the door. Old man looking mighty sad up there this morning. She had made the old man happy. That and Miss Myrna coming along with her five children. She saddled up to my mother like taking on a grape soda. Hey, Miss Polly. Between Polly and Miss, a plane flew over. It had dreamily stuttered across the wide river and then was high above the old soldier. Always distracted, I looked up, remembered my father's little hat, the teeny little mason jar in my mother's bag. Ain't seen you, Miss Polly, since you lived over there on Battery Hill with Mr. Taylor. I know he gone now, poor creature, but they still got that mill up there? This my son, my mother spoke through the big hum, the high hum. I was looking at them, but I think the little plane was heading for the landing near where the carnival used to come. Horses, I thought. Got a little girl, too. May baby my mother said to her. She down there somewhere with her daddy. Miss Myrna wanted to know about the sawmill, however, if there was any work. Her husband was looking. Maybaby, who was also Miss Myrna, and also Pearl Ann, and also old Fapa, used to play with my mother next door to the store. At least that's what my grandmother said. She had pulled a chair up to the platform of the well to wash some beans, and the words snapped out without her knowing. That's the end of the excerpt. This piece inspires me a lot. I think I will finish it. I like, what do I like about it? I like the town of Tappahannock, which is recreated. I like the old store, which is going to come back later in the piece. And I've already decided how it's going to end. So, um, 
all of those things are good and they motivate me to get this piece finished. So thank you for your attention.